Hey everybody, welcome back to the Skin Rock. I'm here with the boys. Say what's what's up, gents. What up? Ready to rock. We're talking about Reacher. Reacher, Jack Reacher's hit Amazon Prime. That's right, baby. And it's dropped. And I gotta say, first episode is off the chain. You know, Jack Reacher was once played, and I, I may go overstate this by, and if I did, PD and Cal, please pull me back. You know, it's being paid, played right now by a character who we would by a character by Alan Richton. And if you've seen the, um, the Titans TV show, he played Hawk, not Dub, but Hawk. And he is a pretty physically imposing dude, about 6'5", 250 pounds, which guess what? Is what the character is in the book. There was a movie done by um, Tom Cruise. And, you know, let's put it, let's say a lot of people who read the book were not uh, happy about that particular portrayal. Getting back to this whole series. Oh my gosh. They slant. Who's slant? Wait, explain to me the slant, bro. I'm I'm missing. What? No, no, what, what what's this critic what's this criticism you're talking about? I, I didn't make any criticism, just made a fact. There's a difference. Criticism means No, no, no. What 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 fact? What what, what are you talking about? The fact is, is that Tom Cruise is different from the guy who plays Reach. Or simply than the character. What was it? By, and what was it? By Lee what, was the critic, what was the criticism? That Creature is a, is a physically imposing character. He's probably got to be 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he's over 250 pounds. When he's fighting people, you know, he's, he's huge. I mean, we're talking about beating down dudes because he's a, he's a large guy. He's not no small guy. He's a, if there's a heavyweight, that's it. Our friend um, Tom Cruise would be more like a cruiserweight, middleweight type of dude, you know, compared to, to, to Reacher. So, I mean, just a different thing. It's just that when you see, like when you, when you order um, filet mignon, you better not get ropa bien. Oh my gosh. You gotta get what you asked for, right? So that's all I'm saying. You know, no diss. That one was for you. That one was for you, BD. He specifically said filet mignon strictly for you. He, wow. he was aiming right at you. I'm gonna Question say is, like this. Um there was a there was a an initial thing of saying that Tom Cruise is doesn't is not as tall as the character, not as broad as the character. Right, so there was a buzz, or some somehow people woke up on the wrong side of the bed and started complaining. The people that had read the books and that sort of thing started that thing. The movie came out and was an okay success, successful enough to make a second movie. But the thing is, is that they didn't care before that. Before that, they as the same with um, what was it um, what was it um. Interview with the Vampire? All the Interview with the Vampire, the writer tried to say something, and then the fans said, oh, they saw Tom Cruise's performance, and they loved it so much. It's like, no, that's not what happened. The people said, hey, Tom Cruise, your book has thousands of fans. Tom Cruise has millions. And if you mess up with our back end, we mess with yours. And she shut up, and then the fans said, oh, she saw his performance and she loved it. No, they shut her up and it made it became the success it was. But not just that, you have, what's the thing, Minority Report. If you read the short story, it starts out with a description of someone that looks to look like Paul or Giamatti, but nobody cared. Nobody cares. There's so many characters where they just sort of toss out this because the movie wasn't getting made before this. And the producers and Lee Child wanted the movie to get made. And Tom Cruise made it a go movie. They added some things in there. They translated 
the where it's because my wife was talking about the books because she had read some of them and she was saying how he's not a talker right and in the movie and the show he talks about how he looked but they added the, the description from that into his dialogue so you could get some of his thought process out on film because otherwise he just walk in kick behind walk out that's yeah. basically the character so they kind of translated his descriptions into how Jack Weecher's talking. That sort of transition from film to um, TV is sort of the same. That same sort of tone of the character is in there. So this thing where people woke up because every you know the negative Tom Cruise stuff was so big at that point. Yes, it was. Well, you want me to not say that? But then the Mission Impossible thing was so successful, they were like, oh, okay, people forgot about it, and. Jack Reacher, the TV, the movie was a success, right? Successful enough, not a multi-billion dollar thing, but they, I think the, the writer director said when he brought, finished the film and they just was like, where are the, <laughs> where are the, the flying robots crashing, the planets crashing to each other? So, oh, you guys just made a movie. All right, let's put it out. Hey, we got Mission Impossible. It's good to have another Tom Cruise movie out. And it was, it did well. You know, they think that for the second movie, they talked about it and not sort of, they shouldn't have introduced a family like he was, like they did in the books that early. They should have kind of waited to introduce some of the other characters that would become a part of his, um, his sort of family. Like the same way a detective, as your series goes on, you collect a lot of characters, even, even Easy Rollins, he had like a, a surrogate son, that sort of thing. And what's the name, you know, Jack Reach in the second movie gets it like a, surrogate type daughter type thing and a female character who's like his um not you know i guess it'd be more like like his emma peel type of deal that sort of thing so i said all that to say the tone uh, get all of the bias away from everything that <laughs> that mars was putting in there and this is produced by the same people they have other producers but it still has paula wagner who is you know, partners with Tom Cruise forever, Don Granger, who, who produced the films or put the film together. And lastly, it has the writer-director. He did, I think, the first episode. He executive produced it. So you got the same people involved. So if you buy into, hey, we fixed it, when it's all the same people, then you're just buying, <laughs> they're blowing, you know, smoke down <laughs> your throat. I got to keep like, censoring myself for you. You got me so mad. And I thank you that you are. But look, <laughs> I didn't say I disliked the movie. I'm just saying that the depiction in the book was different. And I did like, I do like the fact that, you know, unfortunately in these time and age, that a book with a character that's very intriguing, you need some type of actor to come in to bring it to bring it forward. Someone as powerful as, and let's call it what it is, oh powerful as, as, um, as um, um, Tom Cruise. And that's enough oh. respect for that. I'm not dissing anybody. And the very fact his, his production company or team still is involved in this is all is all pluses. I have no problem. I think you said McCreary, the um, who was producer and director and some of um, Cruise's other films was also involved in this. So, and hey, this, I'm all the for people that. made the film Skydance, they're involved. It's all the yeah. same people. Right. So I'm just saying that. It's so not like I'm, the thing, the thing, um, the license went back to him. And then next thing you know, he got a new production team. There are new producers on it, but the same people. I mean, that's like 
basically, you could basically say that Tom Cruise might be the silent partner in this thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he probably is somehow involved in that. Look, I'm just saying that without him doing the movies and then being successful and showing that there's a there's an audience for this particular, it probably we wouldn't be doing a series where we actually get exactly what we've been wanting. Okay, it's the same <laughs> thing like you have the Star Wars movies, you have the sequels, and you're like, oh gosh, yeah, oh my gosh. But then now we have the actual TV show. Oh, okay. I was wondering. Exactly what we got. <laughs> why, why are you fighting me, bro? It's like with you, it's like pulling teeth. I'm going to the dentist, man. Yo, Cal agrees with me this. You got to stop, bro. You got to stop. I don't know what's with you, bro, Ham. Wow. Yeah. All right. So let's look. So, sorry. So let's... this is that. That was all side conversation to the review of the show, which I got to say is off the chain. I, um, the actor who plays him, was again i told you he was hawk in the in the story in titans and i felt that he was always overshadowed a bit so you didn't really get to understand him as much but alan richardson overshadowed he showed that robin came in and showed that both him and dove were useless and it's like why did they have them there if robin just comes they're like this struggling crime fighters and robin has this rage and he's able to beat up four and five million people at once whereas where the hawk is just playing superhero and dove has to keep him there because he's still struggling with the loss of his brother like come on he's got to be good too he's got to be good because he's like it's like it's funny that actor he was like a rob liefeld character and i don't really see that in this before it's like he looks just like rob, a rob liefeld he looks like rob liefeld but bigger uh I knew it. I was waiting for somebody to pick up on it. I knew it. I don't think he looks anything like Rob Liefeld. Like? He looks like the, you, he looks like the he looks like the fighting patriot, man. Come on. He looks no, like Captain baby. America. That's what he looks like. He just 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 out of um casting. Just like yo, this uh, sorry, not Captain America. He's still a little too pug. He's still a little too puggish for Captain America. They casted they casted the right guy for Cap. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. All I'm just saying, I don't see, I don't see anything with life though. So you know, don't. don't no, I'm talking about in not in the Jack Reacher. In this one, the way the look of how he looks, he looks like it's not a like. I was surprised that they were able to find someone that looked like a Rob Liefeld character, not like a cartoon, but I'm saying like a big, like you know, like huge muscular guy, sort of how because his face is how. Is a like a character should like the Liefeld's face is kind of a character of his characters. So I was like saying when you see his face, he's like, oh, I can see the face he's drawing. Because I was just like, like are these real faces and the gritting the teeth? And I was just like, no, he's kind of drawing that face. But then when I saw Hawk, and I, I don't, I'm not looking at that saying as a negative. I was just saying, oh wow, they, you know, we really think of, we don't really think of uh, the Ditko. Because uh, only like he only did what like two issues, uh, maybe like three with the Dicko did the three with I guess a showcase issue, and then the two things that they did of the, the radio series or the short before it got canceled. And then we think of Rob Liefeld's um thing with um with with the Kiesel with Cal Carl Kiesel. So there you go. So that's it. Um. So yeah, it's not a it's not a shot at him. I mean, I could do other shots if you want me to. You want a real one? Uh, <laughs> We want a real one. We <laughs> want a real one. I got a I got a friend that keeps posting on this. Well, I can't say he's a friend now. He keeps posting every time Rob Liefeld does. He says Sam hates <laughs> hates you on his Instagram. I'm like, don't put that there. I just got some issues. I, I don't know. You know, I'm not even gonna touch it. 
So getting back to the whole story. So we have him, a character, you know, there's certain things about this character. He likes to walk everywhere. Let's get the trailer going and then we'll get into it. Okay, cool. I totally forgot about the trailer. Me too. Oh, hold on, let me pull it back. Whoever's what's about to happen to you, you can tell. Jack Reacher, past deceased, retired army. Bronze Star, Silver Star, and a Purple Heart. What in God's name is a guy like that doing in Margrave? What's a guy like that doing in jail? Zip ties? Cuffs didn't fit him. You guys recycle. Seven bodies since you set foot in my town. I was arrested for murder. Now you want my help? I want you to do what I say. You just go wherever you want, whenever you want. Everyone's always jealous. I'm going to uncover this whole operation and burn it to the ground. You boys knew what's about to happen to you. You leave now. I don't go getting yourself arrested for murder. Shooter was someone who knows firearms well. Lightning. Bullets were 95 grand. That's subsonic. This wasn't a first time. These people are connected and stone cold killers. Don't break the law. And promise me you won't end up in another holding cell. No. <laughs> Looking for payback? Payback, justice, vengeance. Uh, Looking for the whole gang. You're gonna kill a whole lot of people, aren't you? Already started. <laughs> You're about to get your ass kicked. No, I'm just gonna break the hands of three drunk kids. There's four of us. One of you's gotta drive to the hospital. The chain, baby. The chain. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna get this last bit in there. Sorry. It's not a twist off. Show off. Smiling. <laughs> That's Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the show comes up and it brings us everything that you saw there. You're basically going to get it in there, and it's going to be in space. And it's been a pretty enjoyable ride. You have Joe um, Reacher, you know, again, comes into a town. He goes to different towns and just walking about, you know, starts in, starts um, solving different mysteries that happen. Usually people are after him or he falls into something. So it, it's pretty interesting. And I suggest that if you can, you know, go check it out. In this episode, he's, he moves, he goes, he takes a Greyhound bus to this small town out in Georgia. I think it's uh, Margrave, just because he, he heard about a particular um, singer that died there. I think it's Blind Blake. And so he goes there, but then as he goes into the town, they're trying to arrest him because um, some people died and they say, hey, this stranger came in and that's him. And of course he just walked away. Once he got off the, the Greyhound bus, he just walked to the town, I guess miles, I don't remember how many miles it is. And so people are like, hey, this, this stranger's there. You see in the scene where he's just about to eat uh, his peach cobbler and boom, they bust in and say, yo, you know, you're under arrest. And he's like, yo, I literally just got here, bro. I don't know what was happening. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting how it, it goes along and the character is believable and the story unfolds and you start finding out some shocking things like here's, here's a um, here's a spoiler his brother finds out his brother has passed away so that's something that helps that changes things up so I mean, what's your take on it pd um it definitely when coming from the movie to this is a definite thread of how he reacts so to his um 
the tone you see in the trailer where he kind of does the descriptions of what he's going to do type mm -hmm. of deal they, they do keep that sort of thread of him trying to like talk things out but then having you know i think after the scene where he um fights the people in the the um uh, the bathroom in the movie where you see him and he's taking some one guy's head and bashing the other guy's head with it that sort of tone of the violence is very much there that sort of um you know, like really incapac like taking someone out, like finishing them, that sort of thing is in there. And you've seen that prison. I mean, it's prison. Like you, you have him in prison, you're gonna get some some crazy stuff happening. So um hold on, my thing is acting up. Um, but yeah, uh ultimately I was enjoying it. Um the story, these characters, um, but it gets as as it goes on, it gets pretty, you know. It gets pretty tough for the people in the town, and that's not just Reacher, like beating the hell out of them. The the plot just starts to really pick up steam, and it's just like whoa, like a lot of things is happening in this town. And um, they also have um, what's it a uh, character the um, Lana Lang from um the Smallville? She plays a bit character in this story. She shows up in here too. So Kirsten Crook. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's, she's a good actress. Enough of because you know I think she does a good job. Yeah, whatever she normally gets into. Yeah, I have my own personal right. opinions about Kristen Crook, <laughs> and I hope you hold it. Your personal. I will. They are not for public. They are not for public consumption. <laughs> so. so yeah, no, it's um, this it was definitely. I mean, the, as far as the character, it was always interesting to me because um. And I was, um, and I used to, in my 20s, I didn't have a car and I was stuck in Jersey and I did a lot of walking and taking the bus. So it was interesting seeing the movies and seeing that aspect of a character. But they, also the description of the character is he said, I'm not a, what is it, I'm not a vagrant, I'm a hobo type of deal. <laughs> He's walking from town to town. But um, yeah, so it, that, that aspect of um, the character, but it's also him connecting to, um, well, it's one of the things that they had, but him not have guns, him not have a car, but he knows how to use guns and he knows how to drive cars fast. That sort oh, of thing. Because we know his character, we get a whole, like, he was a, 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 a army brat, no, excuse me, a marine brat, because I'm an army and those guys fight it out. He was a marine brat, traveled all over the world. He joined the, 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 the armed forces. He became a military police. He was in some of the top military spots, hot spots that there was. You know, he got his purple heart, his silver um, distinguishing um, medal. He he's he's done it all. He's he now he's retired. So I guess he's taken twenty years in the service, right? Um, I don't recall how many years, but I think twenty years is a, is a normal thing. So if he started at eighteen, maybe he's like thirty eight or around that age, or thirty in his late thirties, early forties. And so now he's like, well, I've been told what to do. I think he got a great line where he's like, I've been told where to go, how to go out of military all my life. Now all I, I decide where I want to go, where I want to go, and how I want to go. And so for him, he's traveling light. For him, walking is not a big issue. You know, he wants to travel the world. He has the wanderlust that he wants to see different things. He knows about stuff. He's read about stuff. You know, and you know, you see him. He's this big guy, and you think, oh, you know, he doesn't know much, but he's a very smart guy. He's very observant. You know, one of the things he keeps saying is details in an investigation matter. Right? You're getting all this from the show or from the books? From both. That's a lot of that's a lot of it is, It's in the he he has the uh, he when he comes in there, even the first episode, he like um 
kind of um not just going because they, they don't have much on the the actual crime yet but he kind of sizes up a lot of people in the in the the people that he comes into conflict with like um, the chief of police and uh kind of sizes a lot of them up and picks out things that we don't that we see revealed as be exactly what he was saying so it has a little of that in there yeah I mean, he's a little, he's like, uh, I can't say, he's like, you see a guy who's as big as the Hulk, <laughs> you know, but he's as smart as uh, Sherlock Holmes, you know, not the, he's not using, he's been a cop, so he knows these, the language, he knows how to deal with these type of things, you know, and like, in terms of money, like you say, he's the big, he's not a hobo, he, he gets money from his pension, so he's not poor, you see him walking around with a wad of cash, you know. That was like, his term, his term was hobo. A hobo, so I, <laughs> For me, it's the opposite, you know, a hobo is a bum. So, you know, yeah. it's vagrant. It's like, you know, you're just doing stuff on your own. But the point is, is that, you know, he has money. He just, this is, this is, he just has this desire to just walk around, not walk around, but he's going to different places. Like I said, the whole reason for him to come to town was because of the singer, um, Blind Blake, that he was interested in a blues singer that he wanted to learn more about. I think he had but died you, in that you already, time, right? You already blew the, you blew the lid off of it. Obviously he was there to figure out where his brother was. No, he didn't know that till after the fact. When he goes there, his brother is dead. I mean, that's the thing. Come on, we, we, he's a little, he's too, too smart to be. I'm going here for the. He gave that. He's being cagey with the cops and playing to the well, one of the few times where you have someone who's detained by the cops and saying, "Hey, why aren't you saying anything?" He's remaining silent, and that's one of the cool parts of the open. Yeah, so it's like that sort of thing. And um, uh, oh, yeah. what about that part when he? They want to do a cavity search and he's like yo dude you know a cavity search can only be done in certain times you know what i'm trying to say and this is definitely not one of those times you know so he calls him out like yo well then of course then he gets put in gen pop <laughs> well i think that like um cal you were saying something about the character the difference between the character earlier did you want to take that would lead to something that i think was interesting in the show about him being imposing and him, you well, know. Well, he's a, he's a big, I mean, this is not a small guy. He's a big guy. Yeah. And one of the contrasts that, I mean, my first introduction to the, I didn't read the books. Okay, I know, I do know Jack Reacher's characters. I've read like some, some summaries on him before. But uh, my introduction visually is Tom Cruise's character, who's not physically imposing, but came across as incredibly competent throughout the entire film. This was some guy who, okay, in spite of, you know, in spite of stature, whatever, uh, whatever the difference in uh, physicality that would have been between him and how he's depicted in the books, at no point did I ever think that Tom Cruise wasn't going to be able to handle himself. And what's more, you know, some of the interactions that he would have seen a little bit more believable because he didn't have that, in, that imposing stature. This guy, I just can't see him getting to as much trouble. I mean, literally, when you got a scene saying we couldn't fit the cuffs on him, who wants to mess with this guy? Who, who literally he's a guy who goes to gym pop and they give him a you know unless you know unless it's going to be like eight or nine guys rushing him or something it changes the dynamic it, it does change the dynamic from how i uh, approach the character from the film well that's uh, that was the thing they've had uh they've had a that, couple of things hmm? i said that and oh no it's it's i mean it's not fair but you know tom you know tom cruise is tom cruise I got to look at this guy and I got to really try to forget everything that I saw in terms of how he acted with the character and Cruz's portrayal it is, is different than what I'm seeing over here. Ooh, oh, sorry. Yeah, and, and 
this is portrayal, like I said, I saw the movie and I liked it. I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, I've done it many times, different movies and TV shows where you're like, oh, that's not the character. I think Petey said an off, uh, off comment, um, off, offline comment where we were talking about it. And he was like, well, look at Wolverine. You know, Wolverine's not supposed to be tall and, 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 and decent looking and stuff like that. And yet we- You're damn we right. And handsome, <laughs> not just decent, <laughs> handsome looking. Prettier than the women in the movie. Another man doesn't call another man. Another, say, another man say it again, Sam. Say Prettier again. than the women in the movie. <laughs> well, because the bad hair. Sorry, the, the bad hair kills it. No. Nah. <laughs> no, these guys, no, everybody seems to like the gloss that went over with the uh, uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is easily, you know, dude, 6'2. Okay. Look at cut of that, look at the cut of that jib, as they like to say. And everybody just glossed the whole thing over because they liked him. There was no problem. I mean, literally, Hugh Jackman in, in relationship to Wolverine stands a foot taller than Logan is in the comics. And every and I never heard any criticisms about it. Everybody just everybody just rode with it. It's, it's perfect. Oh my goodness. Even Feige. Feige recently said that. Hey, going for going, you know, going into the future, we're gonna keep Hugh Jackman in mind. Don't fuck, you know, you don't have to follow. I was like, well, no, you're the guy that people uh, wait, wait, listen wait. to. And that's a whole nother conversation, but there's so many excellent, they can do anybody. It doesn't, we do not have to bring Wolverine into the mix right now. You know what I'm trying to say? It's not a recast Wolverine. Stop anymore. it. That's know that they're going to do all the same stuff. Okay. All the same stuff. But let's stick with this. Let's stick with this. If you want to do some more X-Men stuff later. Right. So totally I, is, no, go no, back no, to so this. Go I, back to this. When you talked about the, when you talked about the um, cavity search, that's the thing where he kind of intimidates the guy because he's already like, you know, X amount bigger than the guy. But the thing is, as uh, as someone bringing you into prison and he's going in lawfully, he can put them anywhere he wants. So he's like, oh, let's put them in Gen Pop. But then Reacher realizes that they're not actually there to kill him. They're there to kill the other guy. Like, and well, he, they're there to kill him. He says like they put there, they went after him. No, remember he said at the end, he's like, no, they were like the, the part of putting them in there, but they said the glasses. Remember he said the glasses? He talks about the glasses and said, but basically, ultimately, um, that setup is where someone gets back at them. This guy is like, all right, you wanna, you're going to act like this. I'm going to put you in Gen Pop and you're going to be, and when he gets out, the reach is like, we're not supposed to be here. Like, this is This is not what I signed up for. Because no, he, he said we were just supposed to be being held for a hearing and they put him in gen pop and that's not what they were supposed to do. So he, he but read the thing again, go back to Reacher, the character, he knows his law. He knows the, the what's supposed to happen and what the procedures are, because again, he was a military police and from what we can see, it was a damn good one. Of course, he crossed the line in other instances, which that's a whole nother issue. But the key thing is that he knows his stuff. And so you know, I don't think that the guy put him in gen pop because of the cavity search. I think he put him in gen pop because he's working with someone else. You know, Maybe so, yeah. But I would like that he gave us some payback. Like, yeah. Like, you see this big dude and you're like, ah, oh, this guy's guy, he don't got much in there. And he's not saying much most of the time. But we're, but in the store, in the books, we're here, here and now and some of this stuff. And he, they're asking him questions and he's he knows his rights. You have nothing to say, bro. Mm -hmm. I got nothing to say to you. You know what I'm trying to say? But he's observant and that's the key thing, you know, so. He's a big, gigantic brute, you know, when he's pushed. But other than that, you know, you see a small little woman control him. Like, yo, stop. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to go about things. You know, like, I, got, I had a great idea. I think the, the, the officer, her name was Finley, 
in a very open way. He's giving the officers a hard time. He says, excuse me, sir, I'm here to process you. You know, I need you to just follow up. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you, I don't want to go over and do something to you. And you're like, here's this woman who's like five foot five, telling this dude six five, 250 pounds. And guess what? He listens and obeys. And, you know, later on you see that, you know, he has the, the um, what do you call it, the zip line because they couldn't get the cuffs to fit over him. And he's like, hey, can I take these off? Can you guys take these off? And they're like, uh, yeah, you know, you're not really, a, when he's in the jail, he's like, yeah, you're not really a threat, basically. You're just busted open. Like, he could have done that anytime. It's like Superman, like, yo, are you really holding me? Or, mm-hmm. you know, he could have kicked the, the cops, the cops butt before they arrested him if he wanted to. He lets it play out, you know? So yeah, hey, is there anything else you guys want to say? I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan. I like this. I like it so far. Again, I'm not going to go. I don't want people attacking us and saying, hey, you didn't like Tom Cruise. I'm just saying Tom Cruise is not what we came in the books, but he did a good job. And because of him and his company, that they're now a good thing that they're, they're falling through. There are many characters in books and, and, and comics that we don't get to see because there's no one who, who takes, who, who likes that character. Well, people, people need to understand, people need to understand, I'm sorry to cut, but you know, people need to understand that, that a lot of these projects unless they have somebody who they believe is bankable, that stuff will never get up off the ground. That's like Robert Downey, I mean, literally, you know, that's like Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man, or even Tom, Tom Cruise with uh, Interview with the Vampire. Because you have this thing, it's like, well, okay, this is not an established franchise. People don't know this. We want to know that somehow we're going to make our money back. What's going to get people out to see this? If it's not the character, which is already a well-known character, like Three Musketeers or something, then it's got to be the talent. Who you're going to put into the and put into the film? So you know, if you, sometimes like, look, we can get somebody who looks the role, or we can get somebody who's bankable to make certain we actually make some money, and then you may actually get a second and a third film out of this, or some other franchise that comes down the pipe. So you know, a lot of people who are you know really, uh, you know, just, just anal when it comes to that type of stuff has to understand how the business works. It's, that's why you get Ben Affleck is bad. <laughs> who wasn't bad? Who wasn't bad? No, he wasn't. I would have loved to have actually him see to see him play Batman as opposed to whoever that was that uh, Zack Snyder, you know, made him act as, even though he had Batman's uniform on. I say the same thing all the time about um, 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 Henry Cavill. So continuing going forward, so guys, Reacher, we like it, Cal. Petey, we like it. Liking it. Okay, liking it. So we're giving the big. Want to see? Want to see more? Want to see more? So, hey, if you like what we're saying, give us a thumbs up, comment, subscribe. Spin rack. Out. Out.